This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. And if you are a regular listener of the show, uh-huh. you know that this beginning is a little bit different. That's because <laughs> it is indeed. We just interviewed Steve-O and Danger Aaron from Jackass. Steve-O is here in town doing stand-up comedy at Helium Comedy Club. If you are hearing this right now, Thursday, February 27th, it's about 4.10 p.m. Pacific time. His show's at 8 p.m. tonight. Hit him up on Twitter, at Steve-O. Say you heard about him on at Fun Amp Radio. Yep. You can get some free tickets. You sure can. And you get an amazing interview. So uh, he's also going to be here all weekend long, so make sure you go see him and check him out. We wanted to play that interview first, then we've got our full regular show right after that, including a rap battle. Oh, goodness. So uh, here it is. Without further ado, here is Steve-O. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah on the Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. It's already madness, I tell you. It is indeed. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. And we are joined now, as promised, with Mr. Steve-O. Steve, yeah, hi, Hello. and he brought a special it's, it's, guest as well. He yeah. did indeed. Also Danger. on microphone. <laughs> Watch yourself. Yeah. How Danger. you guys doing? We're, we're doing great. What are you What are you thinking of Portland so far? Um, you know when when uh, when we got into town last night, nothing seemed familiar, which is kind of par for the course. Mm. And um, I found it very difficult to get into downtown. It can be difficult sometimes. Lots of bridges. Well, we rented a car at the airport, and that was even kind of difficult. But then we we drove into downtown. The the club, comedy club had us staying at, at Hotel Monaco. Oh, oh yeah, that's fancy. Which is like some kind of like Waldorf Astoria. Yeah, sure, you know, with like the, the they must like you. That's the, a that's the, some fancy shit. The bellhop wearing this funny suit, and, and I, I would pull up in the rental car, and I'm like, oh man, I smell them pay, making us pay to park the car, even if we're staying at the hotel. And I pulled up. I said to the the bellhop guy in his funny suit, and without even getting out of the car, I said, ah. I said, if, if if I have a room in this hotel, do I have to pay for parking? He said, yeah, it's just $38 per night. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And I was like, I was like, man, I had a panic attack. Not a panic attack, but I was like, oh, you know? It's like, fuck. And I called the comedy club. I was like, hey, guys, like, I don't want to stay there. I'm not comfortable in hotels that are that nice. I don't like it. And, uh, <laughs> and like, and I want to go to a much shittier hotel. I said, we're looking at the Econo Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, the Econo Lodge didn't have a, didn't have a, a whatchamacallit, a kitchenette. Oh, okay. So, so you had to stay at the fancy one? I don't, I don't want to give away exactly where we're at. Right, yeah. What room number? <laughs> what time you're going to be there? <laughs> what time do you shower when you're there? I'm sure you want right. to give away all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> suffice it to say that um, that that all four nights where we are now staying, me and my 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 buddy, mm-hmm. my. Uh, my professional cock blocker buddy. <laughs> Is that him right there with the camera? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we're staying at a place that um, costs for all four nights roughly what it would cost for one night at the 
the hotel Monaco. So do you get like the extra uh, cash? Yeah. I go bad there. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I'm actually, you know what, the hotel, the, the comedy club gets a good a good deal because they said the Hotel Monaco is only uh, 213 bucks a night. <laughs> <laughs> It's gotta be a. That's gotta be a deal. That's pretty. Uh, that sounds like a pretty fancy hotel. It's a really fancy hotel. Is that the one where all the gut, like the bellhops wear like the weird oh, hats yeah, like and the, 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 the crazy top hat? It's okay. like a leprechaun costume for a guy who's like full size. Yeah, we had a friend that did that. Except oh, yeah. he did it out like vel- green velvet. Here's the problem for helium. Now, whoever the next comedian is, if they don't have the Monaco. I don't know. You may have just given You've it away. You set the bar. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. You guys better not have... his problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they, they're like, uh, they better sell tickets. <laughs> so where were you coming in from? Uh, and and <laughs> it's not a fucking problem because those assholes can go to the extended stay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out. <laughs> so, so where were you coming in from? Before this, I'm so stoked too, man. Like, I, I, um, I, I'm sorry. I know I oh no, it doesn't matter. You go. We talk all the time. The we people, want to hear you yeah. talk. The people at the extended stay, they said, you know, the, the, this lady behind the counter, she was just like oblivious, and she was like, she said, "Do you travel a lot?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "Oh, okay," because I could ask my manager if he would set you up for like uh, an, an an exclusive. VIP program for discounted prices at extended stays all over the country. There you go. And I was like, oh my God, the extended stay is going to be even cheaper. And so I called him, I gave her my agent's number. I emailed him, I said, dude, I want my extended stay platinum card. <laughs> <laughs> to take you to subpar hotels all over the country. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I mean, like, granted, the, the beds are not that comfortable. But uh, well, you don't need to. But the thing anyway, is, in my back is messed three up. o'clock this morning. I yeah. saw that whole thing on Twitter where <laughs> yeah. you were right. trying to hound him to get up at like three thirty yeah, in the we morning. Were, we, we wanted to go get in the water surf. and have a little surf sejuan. <laughs> <laughs> my phone was on silent. Yeah, yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, Aaron lives here in town. You're yeah. from from Portland. From, uh, yeah, I was born in McMinnville. McMinnville but in Portland forever. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. the the jackass Portland connection was just me and Dave England used to live here, but. He moved down to Southern California. Oh. Yeah. He had all this important stuff to do in, <laughs> yeah. o- in Ohio, California. Yeah. Got a lot of yard to mow. <laughs> Crunching numbers. So you were really thinking about driving to the coast this morning at 4 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. yeah he well, called I, me, so I we would were, drive. <laughs> well, no, no, that's not true. I rented, a, I rented a car. What happened was um, I just had a really, like, I've just had a busy time, you know, mm. like lately. And uh, I've been doing all this stuff and... and um, just not like really finding time for sleep and doing you know and, and by the time we 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 were like you know when you're on an airplane and you're too tired to sleep oh yeah you know like when you're like you have like physically like discomfort and you're too you're too uncomfortable to even sleep because you're so tired and so that's how it was and when we got to the hotel like we both of us me and my cock blocker buddy we uh <laughs> we uh <laughs> we just passed out at like he passed out at like 8 I passed out at like 9 and then and then like I got up at 3am and I was I just woke him up I was like dude let's try and get Dange <laughs> and let's go surfing <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so why is he the cock blocker buddy? Do you guys is well, you share a room? Like, well, because, yeah, we share a room with two mm. beds. Because, I, like, I mean, it's weird. I talk about it in my stand-up, so, like, what do I care, you know? But, uh, you know, I, I've been cleaning sober for a while. 
And, um, you know, for for kind of a long time, like, it's it just... If you're on TV and then all of a sudden you become more handsome because you're on TV and then like you kind of have like you know you fool around with chicks all the place all over the place all the time and like I, I, I just hold really on let re- me get a notepad I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I reached a point <laughs> I think I missed that step <laughs> I, I reached a point where I was like you know I don't want to be like uh, I see myself on a fast track to becoming like a kind of a miserable lonely guy in life mm. you know like 50 years old trying to hump everybody and but living alone with like two dogs and uh, so I was like man you know and I started thinking you know, I'm not gonna like I want to when I'm on tour you know I'm, I'm not gonna go fooling around with everybody you know like I'm not gonna hook up with chicks everywhere I go but then when I was trying to not do that and I was still was doing it you know <laughs> I, there's all these funny stories about me trying not to get my dick sucked you know <laughs> <laughs> and just failing miserably do other men just hate hearing you say that too like oh god man I'm trying to stop them what a, what a, fucking head. Head. I yeah. Yeah. I what a horrible problem I know, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> see, see, you can't talk about sex addiction because nobody wants to hear what a big problem I have getting too much pussy, you know? <laughs> but, uh, like, but, but that's the thing, you know? And so, like, and then it got, like, there's some, like, really funny stories, too, about how, like, like, really pitiful and bad it got, you know? Like, where, at, like, at one point, I was, uh, I was, you know, I promised myself, I'm not gonna, it was in Mississippi, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, after my show, I'm going up to my room, and that's it. And I go to a room and I was like, I could only stand it for like 30 seconds. I was like, I had to get down and try and find a, a, a chick to fool around with. So I get down there and there's like, I just saw, I saw fat people in the casino on the slot machines smoking cigarettes. I'm like, fuck, you know. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm a sober guy. I don't even want to do it, but I'm going to go into the nightclub, you know, of this casino. And so like, I go in there and it's all crowded and everyone's like, hey, let me get a picture, man. Let me get a picture. I'm like, fuck, man. Now I'm more annoyed than I, than I am. I'm horny and so I gotta get out of here so I gotta go back up to my my fucking hotel room and I'm like okay this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get on Twitter and I know that there's gotta be like a fucking like a female in the name in the vicinity who has sent like a, a tweet saying like hey I'm nearby let's hang out mm. so you're you searching know? for yourself on Twitter Right. And, and, and I mean, I don't want to say, of course, that there, that there was a message like that, but there was. There was. Yeah. Problem was that the fucking person who sent that tweet had no profile picture. Oh. So I'm like, oh, Ooh. like, a, now like, this is, you know, and I hate, like, just, like, doing bits and interviews, but it's just, like, this is really a like, brand new bit that I've been doing. And, like, you know that you're a fucking sex addict when you invite that person <laughs> over to your room to fool around. Like, yeah, you're like, Sight unseen. I have no clue. I'm like, yeah, I'm in room so and so, and I and I and I fucking click send, and then I'm like, right away I hit send. I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? What the hell did I just order to my room? You know? And this chick comes over, and like, it was just how how was it? it better than expected? Did, did and that was what, that was like what the thing was when like when I when I heard the knock at the door, I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like holding my breath because I don't even want to fucking breathe because I want to like pretend that I'm not there because I'm so scared of what's going to be on the other side of the door. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I'll just stay quiet until, until she just goes away, thinking I'm not here. But then the th- my curiosity got the best of me. 
So I went and I opened up the door and I'm like, no way, dude, cool. I'm thinking, like, she's not that she's not that fucking bad. Was there, you know? was she there wasn't a- that fucking good either. But I was like, cool, you know, compared to how bad it could have been. Yeah, well, I guess sight unseen. I mean, with no profile picture. Sight unseen, no profile that's, picture. That's sexy expectation pretty low, though. I know, so. yeah. And I'm just like, that's how fucking pitiful it got. What were we going to say, Dange? Well, I'm pretty sure, like, the hotel doors have like this little well, hole right. you can look I, I can't remember and you could really quietly probably like like right. put your eyeball up to it and see what was out I there can't, you know what like, maybe I, I you're can't, in a dark place I don't know I can't remember I can't remember if I looked through a hole or not but maybe I looked maybe, maybe I did do that I don't know I can't even remember that well but all I remember is just, oh my god she's not that bad so she walks in and uh, and I'm like cool you know all of a sudden I'm kind of excited to hang out with her and I'm like hey you know like maybe we'll watch a movie <laughs> <laughs> Can we cuddle for you a know, while? Yeah, we're just like so. We lay down in the bed, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, how does that happen? Like, because I, I don't know how this works. So you, she writes you on Twitter. She comes in. Do you just get like right down to business? Well, I mean, no, not really. Cause I got like Haya. Like I'm, like, I'm Mary. You know like Stevo. Right. Yeah, do you like, even get her name? Um, I, I can't remember. I think I did. And I, like almost uncharacteristically, we laid on the bed and I go, so what do you do? All of a sudden, I'm going to fucking... <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, I'm going to fucking give a fuck about what she does. <laughs> it's a job interview all of a sudden. I'm like, so what do you do? And you're not going to believe what she said. She says, and I swear I'm not making this up. She says, I'm a webcam whore. <laughs> she says, I'm a webcam whore. And I'm like... I'm like, part of me is thinking like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, what the hell is this? And the other part of me is thinking, oh, slam dunk, you know, (laughs) this is great. And so then I'm like, okay, so I just start kind of stroking her hair and like, and, uh, you know, and, and, but she wants to keep talking about being a webcam whore for some reason. (laughs) She's like, yeah, you know, like guys can be pretty mean when I take off my top, you know, because I had a a really bad, um, badly botched boob job. (laughs) And like, she's like, when they see the scars all over my boobs, you know, they can be really mean and. And I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck is this? Oh, wow. But I'm also thinking, like, you know, I come really fast, and, like, a, a, a <laughs> scars all over the boobs could help. <laughs> and so, like... You know, and, and so, and, and they, they did help a little bit. You know? Slow down the process a little. Yeah, because I'm telling you, it was it was a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> underneath that fucking. But they heard that it was like to say a ba- it was badly botched with scars. Like is a dramatic understatement. Yeah. <laughs> those are like, that was a blindfolded boob job. Those are like fucking old school Franken tits over there. <laughs> <laughs> it was so gnarly. But yeah, that was when like that was like really like one of the one of the first like times where I was like, okay, I gotta do something about this. And so like you know, and I had already been seeing a sex therapist and everything. And then the sex therapist is like, "Okay, dude, you gotta go to like into like a fucking, uh, you know, into like a an, an a- intensive outpatient sex addiction program, mm-hmm. you know, which is like a dramatic measure." And did I really need to do it? I don't know. I I like to think so. I mean, I, I mean, did it help? I, I don't know if I if I really needed that or what. All I was like trying trying on my own to be like I'm not gonna you know that's the definition of addiction when when you can try to stop shit and you can't and I mean I don't know and I'm like you know what it's it's more important to me to be able to have 
like a real a real relationship you know and like not like cheat and be like a good guy and so so I did the whole deal and I went into this this program and then uh, now like and, and now I have him blown a load and, and I'll give you the exact day count <laughs> I, I got a question I think like, it's 135 days that Elvis has not left the building so wow. when you when you went to that rehab thing did you hook up with anyone? I didn't. I was just me and two dudes. It was like, uh, oh well, okay, that's that good. makes it easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like in movies, they, you go to the sex rehab thing, and it's like a yeah. bunch of hot it's chicks, all and you're just like, I don't want to have sex with you, and then yeah. afterwards you have coffee and sex. <laughs> uh, right, like that, wondering. like uh, the, those meetings. You know, like it, it's, it seems a little bit silly to go to to coed meetings of that nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't be conducive I, to helping. Right, but. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I'm going in. I'm, I'm so you keep track of it on your phone. Yeah, I have a sobriety calculator, which I've like you know, historically used to document, like to keep track of my my uh, drug and alcohol sobriety. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, 135 days. That's Entire. awesome. So you've modified yeah. it to, since to, yeah, to the ejaculation to calendar. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, I mean, sexual sobriety doesn't mean that you don't, like everybody's got different things, but it, like that it begins with like a period of total abstinence. So mm. like, so, you know, because like I, after I think like 90 days of like complete celibacy, you somehow like kind of rewire your brain, you know, you're thinking. I believe that. Hey, like at this point, it's sort of a new that normal. That sounds boring. But dude, it's it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's not even. A, it's I mean, boring. Like whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's, no, I respect you for it. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. But the thing is that, like, it, like let's look at it, it was, you know, and the biggest thing, and this is this is boring, but but I started meditating. You know, like I got like serious. Like, uh, I got a, a, a teacher for transcendental meditation, and so there's this whole like ceremony. Like this lady was taught by the Maharishi. Rishi, who was who the, was the teacher of all the Beatles? Oh yeah, you know, like then when they, they went over to India and learned how to meditate, and so it's the same deal. And you know, I got a mantra and I do this thing and I start meditating, and then it's like right around that time was where th- that was in June of last year. And uh, right around that time was when, like, the whole, like, you know, fooling around with chicks, like, really started to feel like it wasn't working for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, and, and they're, they're, I don't see there's any coincidence about that at all. There's just no fucking coincidence at all. And uh, and then I, I, I kept meditating, and then I got into, like, the, you know, sexual sobriety deal. And then it's like I've got this, like, this, this meditation is just a major big deal. Yeah. And so I've got all this, like, my life is changing from that. Then add, now I've got the blood flowing to my brain, you know? <laughs> and I've got all this time that I'm not jacking off and trying to fucking hump everybody, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, in that short time since all that started, next thing you know, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to learn how to edit. For the for that, you'd think that having a career in television and film for as fucking long as I have, that I know how to edit a simple clip. I never even learned how to use iMovie. You know, I don't, I don't know how to do shit. But I, I learned how to edit. I got a whole new camera set up. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking write some ideas. I'm gonna film shit on my own. Start a YouTube channel. Yeah, because you just started that just I, a few months ago, right? Right. Yeah. And, and I already have over two million subscribers. Damn. Wow. Two million subscribers on my YouTube channel. Like. Since uh, July, and I, you know, like, I, I hit one million uh, followers on Facebook in in July. Wow, the end of July. You know, it's quadrupled at this point, right? I know. Not you yet. have like almost five million. Yeah, well, fans it's like on there. four point three something. That's insane. And uh, and that's just because like I'm, I'm like focused. I'm just like more creative. I'm more fucking 
focused, I'm more productive, I'm more active. And it's like all because of this uh, meditation slash celibacy deal. I really, I really think, you know, and like whatever. It's just like it's great. Like my stand-up's gotten way better. Like uh, even even like interviews like this, I think, are just more interesting, you know. And um, just across the boards, man. And I've been on a tear, and, and and this is the first fucking place I've been that uh, even that 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 isn't like totally sold out. Which is like fuck. What's going on with Portland? You know, not that we're not going to sell out. Oh, Friday. you will. Yeah. We'll sell out Friday and Saturday, but tonight, here's a special treat for the people who are actually subscribers of Fun Employment. Like, if uh, you're listening to this live, that means that you're in time to fucking tweet me that you want to come to the show tonight, and I'll uh, go ahead and cry. I mean, how many people could possibly do that, right? I don't know. I gotta, I, don't I, gotta, know. I gotta be careful not to comp too many people, but... Uh, Oh, that's really awesome of you. I got to be careful not to comp too many people, just because. But um, I, I'm going to be pretty liberal about it. So the first uh, people that you know, the first thousand people, selectively, and you need okay. to have a profile pic. <laughs> just <laughs> saying. <laughs> Please. What, what, we've grown that was up. A callback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to assume anybody without one now is a webcam whore. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you'd think the webcam whore is the one who's got the best profile pic. <laughs> it's what she does. You know, but that but, but that was her, like. Probably haven't told she, her parents. She said she set up, it was, it was like her, her side Twitter account for shady, nefarious activities. But, uh. <laughs> But yeah, the thing is, like we like uh, the club checked the numbers yesterday, and, mm. and it was over a hundred tickets sold already. Nice, and um, and that's before I started tweeting about it yesterday, and then Facebook and, and all that. And then I mean, so I don't know. We might have like I don't know. Well, I think like maybe people I, don't understand like what they're going to see stand up because they've seen you on TV, they've uh, seen you on films. Like what? How would you describe your stand up if someone comes to see you? At, it's at fucking, it's fucking filthy and it's rigorously <laughs> honest. It's yeah. and it's it's like borderline unbelievable. Awesome. <laughs> that's you know, I mean, that's the thing. And I say borderline unbelievable. It's like I, I've led this this life, and you know, I mean, I'm just so shameless. I'll totally like admit that a, tra- a transvestite sucked my dick. How many guys are gonna get on stage and tell you that whole story? <laughs> so it's a lot of stories, like from your life. Sure, yeah, okay. stories, and like I wouldn't bother telling the story if there wasn't like you know laughs all throughout it. Okay. Yeah, because I will say that there is no act here. I did watch Steve-O piss on a tree in front of our studio. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've got to pee. Uh, you might want to restate that. So he was watering the plant. He yes. was watering. He was being uh, it very was resourceful. He, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It looked a little spit. looked a little But I mean, you out. can just tell by this interview that that uh, I'm utterly shameless and I'm such an open book. And so uh, of my life... And my experience, which has been so ridiculous and outrageous, like the, the most fucked up shit is going to come right out in this yeah. show. Yeah. So you know that, that I'm not going to like waste your time with boring shit. And uh, the question is, is how funny is it going to be? And I'll, I'll tell you, I've been doing stand-up for almost eight years now. Wow. And I've been, I've been a headliner traveling consistently on tour for more than three years. What now. made you decide to make that leap into going like on stage and doing stand-up? Uh, well, at first, it was just uh, I got invited to a comedy club. And Danger, you were I there. Was there. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Let, let me, from the outside perspective, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you probably don't actually remember what happened. I saw the footage. Yeah. It was god. It was god awful. I, I was at the comedy store, right? It was. It was the Laugh Factory or the Laugh Factory. And it, I mean, it was god awful. But I, on the other hand, 
it was like my first time and the thing was that when that when I got on stage there's just this dynamic of like people were fucking rooting for me man they, they wanted me to do well they feel like they already know me they want to hear like you know what I have to say and like you know, like there were some laughs. It was like, but but like overall, I re- I remember like I got it was on like stage. Six of us. You were wasted. I got on and- stage. I said, I don't know if it's the amphetamines, the Xanax, <laughs> the grass, or the booze, but I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> and like seriously, like twenty jocks stood up out of their seats and were like, Yeah, <laughs> oh! yeah. And John Levitz was back in the corner going. God, <laughs> this kid could be good, but man. And I remember he came up to you and said, "You're pretty good, but you, you need should to stop with the drugs." <laughs> right. And, and I was like, "Shut up, Dickie! Yeah, just you open said, for me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he came on before me, you know. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was like my first joke. I was like, ha ha, John Lovitz just made fun of me and he opened for me. <laughs> oh yeah. That's pretty stellar. You can't make fun of the next guy that's coming up. Yeah. That's suicide. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool, man. That was great. And and uh it's just I'm at home because like I'm just such an attention whore, man. Knoxville says that he's always been an attention whore. But Steve is an attention whorehouse, <laughs> which I think is fucking great. And uh, you know, so whatever, it's a lot of fun. That first time was fun, and when I left that time, I scheduled my return, and and uh, it was something I really wanted to to pursue, and nice. I have, and I, and I and I love it, you know. And I was able to to become a sexual a successful stand up comedian, which is like really pretty remarkable you know I mean even though it's douchey for me to say that myself but like you know I'm gonna go ahead and just be a douche right now because like to say like you know like having like the 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 history that I have especially with like the drugs and alcohol and then like and then get clean and sober but still be gnarly and like still have you know it's weird Mm -hmm. like I don't I think a lot of people like wouldn't be able to do that you know yeah. and like I can like I, I can like literally be like clean and sober and still like be like yeah I'm gonna staple my balls to my legs <laughs> now, you know <laughs> and like, did, like to, have, to have gotten away with that I think is, is pretty pretty rad then to have gotten to have to have taken on stand-up comedy which is just fucking crazy in the mm-hmm. first place right. and then become successful at it now I'm just like I really feel like kind of empowered like now you know, I've got this creepy mustache I grew out that's a pretty creepy but solid mustache I know we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna wax our faces me and Danger over here. You're gonna do it too. Yeah, I grew this out for like. Uh, uh, I guess so. I was, I was making. I, was, I just got a new agent, and uh, I'm, I was. Um, he's got me making audition tapes. You know, is it like a sophisticated mustache? Well, it, it was. It was. It's a. It was a cop stash for. Cop for stash. A, I made an audition. Oh, tape okay. Nice for, uh, for this movie role, which like I wasn't even necessarily trying to get, but I'm just they're just getting me on tape to show, like, to put together a reel, you know? Because that's my next thing is I'm gonna actually fucking become a successful actor. I don't. No, I think I can pull it off. What kind of yeah. acting do you want to do? Do you want to do serious? Do you want to do comedy? Whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know that anybody wants to see me be too serious, but uh, 
I'm fucking down with whatever, you know. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got to say, if you've been doing stand up for eight years, because you know, and I'll be honest, if it was just like a novelty, you know, you're you're from Jackass thing at the beginning, right. that would wear out really quick. Sure. You've obviously worked on it. Oh man, you know, and put up a stage show. Eight yeah. Years, yeah. Big time. Well, yeah. Hey man, I mean, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I was I was only I was only dabbling in it for the first time. <laughs> they put you on the big screen at Blazer Games. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm an actor too. <laughs> Have you ever done real? I just did my. Yeah. I've done a couple movies. I did. I, I acted in a movie with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Was there snakes? There's no snakes. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I'm so stoked on that, man. Well, then why? It seems like the mustache is good luck. I don't. It's a pretty solid mustache. Are you sure you want to let it go? I, I hate having a mustache. How do you stand out of all that picture? There? Are you, are you, <laughs> I love it, man. Look at this. Dude, I can't wait to fucking. It's cold up here. Yeah. Like, you, like. Facial hair is good up here. Yeah. Like, right, literally, well, uh, there's wait, more wait, wait, bearded wait, dudes wait. up here. I've seen more bearded <laughs> chicks up here than I've seen bearded dudes in L.A. Yeah. I'm there just are being yeah. quite a few bearded no, that's here. Yeah, he's not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. That's fully true. Yeah, there are a lot of bearded dudes. It's not that cold outside, Dange. Whatever. Yeah, it's going to be rad. <laughs> I'm kind of pussy. This is pretty cold. <laughs> well, it gets cold, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you got a girlfriend now, huh, Dange? Yeah. Good man. Oh, what does yeah. she do? She, she's on a webcam. Oh, is she? No, no, we, just, we don't need to talk about my personal life. <laughs> I gotta live in this country. <laughs> this country. Well, you can go somewhere else. Are you cool, still man. dual like uh, triple you, citizen? Yeah, you're a triple citizen. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. You have British and Canadian and American. Yeah. Damn, dude! Wow, yeah. somebody did research. That's great. Yeah. Oh, we'll count that. We like it. We've been we've yeah. been researching you for a I while. Dig that. Yeah. Like we know that you're vegan. Yes. Yeah, even though I started eating shellfish. Hmm. Yeah, but that's still, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I can't remember how vegan, vegetarian how works. Technically, work. that would make me pescatarian. Okay. And, I mean, I don't care. I still, uh, I still won't eat like fish, fish, mm-hmm. just like clams and shrimp. What made you decide to go vegan? Um, it was, you know, to be frank, I was doing so much drugs that I was hearing voices, you know, like, like okay. my spirit friends telling me all kinds of stuff. Mm. And one of the things that they were really uh, pretty emphatic about was that um, that we're all going to have to answer for things that we do to uh, harm, you know, cause suffering. And um, then I was like, you know, I was fascinated with the spirit world because I, I was hearing these voices and I was like watching people walk around my apartment who were never actually there. And it's like, Ooh. I loved it. I loved all that stuff. And I just wanted, <laughs> like, the, like the, the, if once I was awake on cocaine, a cocaine binge for like three days and like consistently huffing nitrous oxide the entire time, like that was when the really crazy stuff started Whoa. happening, you know? And like the spirit people would uh, start doing their tricks you know I was there for that yeah it was an early time man it was a really an early time like my perspective of it at the time like from my vantage point it was like a lot of fun and, and it was really cool but not for us. The, 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 <laughs> Everyone around you was like, tells another story. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so I was like kind of preoccupied with like the spirit world and I was like, oh man, you know, like I really wanted to like kind of check out what my spirit friends were telling me and I, and I looked up, uh, I was looking, watching YouTube videos and um, this, and it was particularly, it was on February 14th of 2008, like right before, like uh, less than a month before I got sober. And um, I was watching this video of this this Krishna consciousness guy in India somewhere, and he was saying like, uh, "It is very difficult 
to be for Westerners, people in the Western world to be saved because the standard of respect for life and for the planet is so much lower than it is in the Eastern world. And he says, uh, he's, and then he, he said, um, how, like, you like, this just is really confusing. And he's this, this weird, like, Krishna, like, sort of uh, Indian yogi guy. And he's like, how can you expect to be saved? If you eat meat, <laughs> you know, like it just seemed like complete insanity to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like like on what basis can you ever expect to be saved if you eat meat? Like this is just the most fucking ridiculous thing to him. And I kind of put that together with what the people, were, the, you know, the spirits are telling me, like, dude, you you are going to have to answer for co- for the suffering that you cause. And then I'm thinking, oh no, I literally hear this fucking Krishna consciousness, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, like. I don't want to have to answer for every single fucking chicken and cow and fucking, you know, all of a sudden that, I, like, I just was starting to imagine, like, how fucked I was. And I was like, it was just, like, pure, oh, shit. Like, and, and from when I watched that YouTube video, I immediately stopped fucking eating meat, period. Except for fish, because I was like, I was like, you know, Jesus fed people with fish, so that's got to be okay. There you <laughs> yeah. go. You can, you can rationalize that. I no longer believe that Jesus had anything to do with fishing or fucking feeding people with fish, you know? And like, and, and, and I stopped eating fish when I was in a halfway house, and my roommate was like, check out this video. And it's him and his buddies bringing this huge fish oh. onto the boat oh. and clubbing it on the fucking head with this steel club. And I looked at that, it's flopping around, flipping around for its life, trying to fucking like. And it's like, oh, you're hitting me in the head. And like, and I was like, dude, I'm. And, and, and like, I, and then I cut out. It was just gradually, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, and I just became vegan, man. And then, uh, and then I was on a plane to Canada. I'm like, I want a Bloody Mary mix, no alcohol. They're like, we only have Clamato. And I was like, nope. And then all of a sudden I was like, fuck clams. <laughs> they don't have a face. They don't have a brain. You know, like, fucking, I'm going to fucking fuck up some clams. And so, uh, so I started, and then I was reading about clams. I was researching it just to be like, okay, is this cool? And then it came out in my research that, like, shrimp, like, by, uh, by any standard that we can really gauge, shrimp don't have, like, crustaceans don't have the capacity to really feel pain. So it was like, okay, you know, because I, cause all, eating all, like, the vegan mock meat, like the chicken, the soy chicken, like, mm-hmm. all that shit, all that is, is just, it's just the gnarliest fucking processed soy and wheat and like eating a lot of processed soy and wheat is just not your body doesn't recognize it as food and I was thinking like you know that's probably why I'm so tired all the time because my body's working so much fucking overtime trying to make sense of what the fuck I'm putting into it with all that mock meat mm-hmm. so I was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out this this the soy fucking chicken and I'm going to replace it with shellfish, which my body will at least recognize as food. And that's, you know, I ran it by my doctors and, you know, they're like, yeah, good call. Nice. nice. Of course, all the fucking shrimp I'm eating are so loaded with growth hormones that it's just absolutely fucked up, too. Yeah, aren't they the cockroaches of the And nuclear waste. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, right? I mean, you're what? kind of fucked whatever you do. And yeah. So, you know, whatever. Just try and be as healthy as you can. I try, I try to eat, like, pretty much all I want to really eat is just is just fruits and vegetables and select grains. And that's why it's so important to be in a shitty-ass hotel with a kitchenette. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is a fucking... I want to be in the, gnar- the gnarliest shithole with a fucking full fridge and a burner and stuff. I don't even care what fucking DNA is on the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on 
eating plants and and vegetables, vegetables, fruits and vegetables. Like, well, do you not think question. that they actually have like some sort of some like, sort energy and like they grow and like, like you've heard the story about like the guy who was singing to his flower and it grew more and whatever. Else. Sure, I mean, like plants plants have? do better when they listen to music. There's no question. That's well, that's got to be something. Sure. Now, like when I was reading, when I was researching about clams, I remember I was at dinner with Tom Green in Vegas, and and uh, I'm really sitting at the table at the restaurant, like just researching about clams because it's this fucking restaurant with have like you know all this like great seafood and stuff and I was like man I'm thinking about getting clams I'm like fuck you know and so this is right after I drank the Clamato on the airplane now I'm in the restaurant and they have clams on the menu I'm like am I gonna do it you Vegas know, like, buffet clams no, that's the like, yeah. way to get back like, on the, the horse like, right no, <laughs> like, no, no, I wanna make sure there's no butter I wanna make sure there's no butter but maybe I can get clams with no butter and so I'm reading it and, and now like as soon as I, I, I typed in to Google on my phone do vegans eat clams the first thing I could tell right away Way, there was a uh, there was like two sides of the argument one was like it um clams burrow into sediment to uh hide themselves from predators clearly so they're thinking indi- clearly indicating that they, that they, <laughs> they want to live yes. so it's wrong to kill them and I read that and I was like you know what plants really lean into the light because exactly. they want to live too but what are you gonna you know I don't know. Like, uh, I, I, I'm happy. Even just based on, like, the health. Because I started out the whole vegetarian, you know, vegan journey out of fear of being punished, right? Because I was like, I don't want to fucking have to answer for all this suffering, you know? And so it was just 100% pure fear. Now, within uh, a month, I'm in a psychiatric ward and I'm in a rehab, you know, and, and I'm like, whatever. And it's like, you know, the whole, like, process of recovery is sort of like we take an honest look at our past at our actions you know like we try to fucking try to make shit right that we've done wrong and it's like in this process of like taking an honest look at, at what a uh, fucking asshole I had turned into which you have to do I mean I, I was uh, I was sober for 100 days and having looked like honestly at what a douchebag I had turned into I became like suicidal I was like I fucking can't forgive myself for what the fucking terrible shit I've done and, and I hate myself so much I don't want to live and and like having been sober for 100 days I checked myself into psych ward number two and and like it, with all of that going on all that shame all that guilt all that remorse all that humiliation which drove as much of me hating myself as anything I was just plain embarrassed of what a douche I'd become and like what I found was that what helped me through that time was like genuinely feeling like 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 what had been fear of being punished for eating meat turned into like wow you know like I feel like by by choosing to give animals a break, I'm doing something good, you know. And I've really so like that's yeah, because it's like giving yourself you it's yeah. something you can control, right? And, yeah. and, and what like what you hear people in recovery talk about? We build self esteem through esteemable acts. Basically, okay. like if you if you're someone who feels bad about themselves because they've done a lot of fucked up shit, then the best thing to remedy that is to start doing some good shit so you can feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then that's what like vegetarianism for me fell into that category. It's like, all right, you know, like I feel like really rewarded 
like I can feel like a good person and I did you know and it just made me want to do more and I had friends from like from PETA and stuff and I remember like when I moved into the halfway house out of the rehab I was like man you know fuck this pillow you know I'm gonna go buy like a good pillow I'm gonna treat myself to a fucking pillow you know so I'm in Target and I like I'm looking in the pillow section and there here's the pillows with feathers and here's the pillows with no feathers and I'm like I don't know so I called up my friend from PETA and I was like hey like is it cruel to buy feathered pillows and my friend from Peter's like absolutely fucking cool they rip these feathers out of the oh, birds God. while they're still alive you know and there's always a fucking feather that pokes through and fucking pokes you and it fucking hurts anyway so <laughs> and, you know like it's just so stupid they rip the feathers out of the birds while they're still they're screaming for like ow ow and they rip them out and then that's your pillow I'm like you know what I don't want that I don't want that in my life and so it's like I said okay cool I hung up the phone and I reached for the pillows that don't have fucking feathers in them and like to this day for making the choice of like a no feather pillow I have not like in the slightest felt hard done by and and furthermore I actually fucking grab my pillow and I feel like I feel good about this pillow because birds aren't screaming in pain because my fucking pillow you know and so it's like it's you know and that's how I felt when I first when I ate my first veggie burger at Burger King I was like you know what I think this is great I fucking I love it and I feel so good about the fact that I'm eating a veggie burger that like if it's not quite as delicious as a Whopper it's got a lot less fat, fat whatever I just fucking feel good mm. about it. I'm, 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 I feel good. And so, like, the benefit of me, and I think that, that, that this was a huge, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to attribute sobriety to that, but I'm just going to say it was a, a huge contribute contribution. Mm-hmm. It was a huge help. And, like, like I said, we, we you know, like, because that's what it's all about, is it's about changing. It's not about stopping taking drugs and alcohol. It's about changing the way that you live so you can feel good about yourself and not have to cover up the way that you feel with drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And so by having that behavior to feel good about and be rewarded by, like, that just helped me. And I just wanted to do more and more. Then there was a roommate in the halfway house where I've got the fucking pillow. He shows me the video Club and the Fish. I'm like, fuck, oh, I don't want to eat fish anymore. Yeah. And then I'm like, next thing you know, like, I don't want to fuck with eggs anymore. And I'm like, you know, and so I just be more went down this path to be being vegan you know and it wasn't until I became fully vegan or, or, or I should say shortly before becoming fully vegan that it actually became uh, like that I've found out that it's actually healthier. I thought that I was like cutting animals a break and doing the good thing for animals and like sort of like kind of taking a taking a hit myself you know mm-hmm. like you know like oh maybe but it's worth it to me because I want to you know do something good. I want to do something good, but then turn. Then I find out that it's one stop shopping. It's not only good for for my like my uh, self esteem and my my self worth, but it's actually also good for my fucking body. It's the best way to not get diabetes, fucking uh, heart disease, cancer, fucking every degenerative illness that plagues America because of the fucking shit people put in their bodies. Like it's like that. It's like the best thing for my body. It's the best thing for my mind. For the whole deal it's like the best thing for animals and it's the best thing for the environment so it's like alright well this is rad I'm stoked to be vegan even though I eat shellfish so I'm a traitor <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story and that thanks was for the making story. me feel but like I, a piece of shit I know yeah my pillow is going to feel <laughs> great tonight <laughs> yeah. I don't have yeah. a feather pillow I feel okay <laughs> I mean whatever and, you know what and that's the other thing too is like I, I, I really kind of like I haven't even done an interview like this in so long like I, I don't like 
you know, I've done a lot of uh, animal rights advocacy, you know, and I just, I like, I. It's especially when I first became, you know, when I first started, I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm this and that, and you know, like I, I, I don't know, I, I was, I was a major douche, like in in early sobriety, anyway, like take away the drugs, and I was even more intolerable to be around. But um, you know, I'm like my mo. I don't like to to preach. I don't like to say. I don't want to say, dude. You should feel shitty about your feather pillow. Right. You know, if I can frame it more, like my experience was that I felt like the other pillow was just as good. And you know, I just don't like to to point fingers. I try to stay off the soapbox, but I did a poor job of that. No, no not at all. You're just talking about you're yourself. You're not preaching. What you're doing it's, is saying what works for you. My, yeah. My yeah, my experience, and I felt really good about it. You know, and and when I became fully vegan. Like, it was crazy how, like, uh, in a matter of, like, of a week or two, and I had, uh, you know, it was cutting out the dairy, was, I think, was the, the thing. You know, people were like, dude, what's up with you, man? Your skin's glowing. I have this one buddy who became vegan, and uh, he's like, dude, it's crazy, man. I've been vegan for, like, he just went all the way vegan, and he's like, it's been, like, a few weeks, and everyone starts coming all day long people are saying dude what are you doing your skin looks so good you're fucking glowing like you look younger you're like your skin looks so great and, and then I tell them you're pregnant uh, <laughs> and then I tell them I became vegan and they're like what the fuck would you do that for you stupid fuck dude it's so bad for you you know so yelling at them when like it's like visible like what, what, a, what a benefit it is for your body <laughs> So wow! Funny. This has been awesome. Yes, and you can see some. Oh of yeah, those I'm gonna check my skin. Twitter right now. All right, we'll get it out because we came on a little bit earlier than we were. Uh, so people were anticipating you until. So 10 we'll get ago. it out. We'll get this up to here in just a minute. We'll put now? it out on Twitter. There's some people listening now. Okay, that are in town. is your handle at Steve? If, you, if you're listening right now, here's the deal. Like I've been on this tear. You know, I've had this, this. I've been on this great run, and for one reason or another, like everywhere I've gone has been sold out every show. And like tonight, I'm like I don't. I'm kind of like what the fuck, like. Like we we we've only as of yesterday we've sold like over a hundred tickets by some and, and that's not bad for a Thursday but like I really want to fucking fill this place mm-hmm. and so I know there's only a handful of people who are in the Portland area right now who are listening to this live hit follow me on Twitter tweet me if you want to come to the show and I'm gonna get you in tonight that you know, is I want, awesome I want to be careful that like that the, what are we talking like like twenty people tops that will show up yeah because of that I would say so yeah probably ten to twenty. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I think we can easily fit it. And if people get, don't get a chance, uh, like if they want to meet you, are you going to be outside after oh, your I, show? At, at the end of every single one of my shows, no matter what, I, uh, I the, 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 before I do my last stunt, I say, I'm not, when I finish this, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything until I've taken a photo with every single person. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So uh, that, was, that used to be my audition process. <laughs> to, figure out, to figure out who got to suck my dick that night. <laughs> now, now I do the same thing, and, 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 and all these people get in line, and then like they're really hot chicks. So I've got it. I'm doing it next to my merch table, and so I need, I, need a, I need a professional cock blocker running my merch. There you go. Uh, so, I can, so I can turn over, so I can turn over and be like, "Hey, I got a real fucking problem right here." You know. <laughs> and, and invariably, it's like both, we both have the same fucking problem. It's like, wow, yeah, that's uh, you know. That's a fine. So you're just putting a, it all on him, basically. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. Like, we, we support each other. Okay. Well, yeah. your show is at eight o'clock tonight at Helium Comedy Club. Eight o'clock Club. tonight. Yeah, that 8 is PM. In four, four hours. Four hours. Ninth and Hawthorne, right here in Portland. You know, how about we do this? Can we give the the people listening to this? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Earth, maybe that's crazy to give. Nah, I was gonna say give him a, a, a code word, but I don't want to have people not be able to get in. Balls. Nah, balls. Not even <laughs> no? Code word. No, not even a code. Just, just hit me up on Twitter. Give me your name. I'll put your name on the list. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Right, you got to be following me. You got to check your direct messages. And we'll get this right up on uh, on uh, the podcast. And this too. is only so. for tonight. Just Thursday night. Yep. Thursday night. So let's fill February that room. February twenty seventh. Yeah, let's fill that fucking place. Fuck and, yeah! And, uh, I guarantee you guys like. Uh, you're gonna have a good time at the show. Nice, awesome. Well, Steve-O, Aaron, thank you so much for coming in too. Yeah, and dude, you were actually pretty funny a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blow my cover, man. Just trying to live, no, a, live, great, a, live awesome. a longer life up here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let know. All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Oh, hello to you. Hello to everyone listening <laughs> live to the Fun Employment Radio Network stream. Um, we are popping on here before we start because we want to let you guys know kind of what the rundown is for the show today. So it's we're going to be do, all jumble jumbled. It is indeed. So we're going to do our full regular show here um, here in just a couple of minutes as soon as we're we're done talking here, and then. Around three thirty-five, we are going to be joined. And that's not three between three thirty and five. It's approximate time, right? Uh, apparently three thirty-five. Right. Okay, yeah, <laughs> which which really doesn't mean much. Could be anywhere between three fifteen and four. I'm I'm hoping it's going to be right on the nose. If it's you never right know. at three thirty-five, I will be very impressed. We will be joined by Stevo from Jackass. Yes, there's Steve-o. no other way. That we're going to be joined by. Stevo. Yeah. I don't even know how to even like follow that sentence up. Like I don't know. how does one even say I don't anything even know. after that? Um I'm gonna say this too because this isn't being recorded, this isn't going on the show. Steve O is apparently sober now. He is a vegan and he has a YouTube channel and he's absolutely insane. Still he's <gasps> oh, still really? insane. Yeah, I've been watching some of his YouTube channels. So videos. what kind of what kinds of shit does he do on his YouTube channel? Like does um, he still do like the self like like hurt himself? Mostly and stuff? he gets shot in the ass with BB guns or he gets oh. hit in the ass with a saw or various different things involving his ass. So, lots of ass play. Lots of ass play. Okay. Uh, but uh, we won't bring that up necessarily. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. We'll ask him. Uh, if you do have questions for him, though, feel free to put those in the chat, and then when it does come time, we'll uh, we'll talk to him about it. So, we're going to go ahead and do a regular show, and then we'll sign off, but just so you guys know, we're still going to be here. So, we'll be thanking Steve-O for the interview that we haven't had with him yet at the end of our show. Yeah, no, not really, because we'll just, we'll just say it. We'll put him on at the beginning of the show when we do the podcast. Oh, wait, so are we saying that we're going to... Okay, well, I just misunderstood that. Oh, I know. It's confusing. Okay, I thought so that we were going to pretend like he's already done it. No, on the podcast purposes, we'll just put it on at the beginning of the show. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll just be easy. So we're going to say that it's pre-recorded. Yes. Okay. All right, you're breaking my brain. All right, that's fine. I've been up since 6 a.m. This is not what we discussed. Greg has not... Okay, okay. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future of Radio. The future of Radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I am feeling good, Sarah. 
I'm yes, feeling it's good. Very annoying. I have feeling to say, fine. I got up early. I've been running. I think I'm looking better already. I thought I, I was I... past this thing where when you were happy, it annoys me. I know it really does bother you. It does. It? it does. After four and a half years, I would think that you know maybe I would start to like be happy when you were happy. Yeah, be Not happy at all. for me. No, no. no. You just uh, wish the worst. Still, just me. irritates me. Well, nonetheless, I'm, let me just tell you, I'm feeling pretty good, and I think. Uh, oh, okay. I think I might have impressed some people today. I made some new friends today. Uh, hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you everyone for tuning in today wherever and however you listen it is so fantastic that you do so we greatly greatly appreciate it a uh, few things going on here with today's episode I do want to say at the end of this episode today mm-hmm. we are going to be playing something from the network party which happened this last weekend which oh I'm sure you know all about where myself and Mr. Scott Daly engaged in a rap battle we shall be playing the audio today oh my god the audio of the rap battle will be played so at the how end does of the it show. sound when you listen back to it I'll explain it before we talk about it <laughs> I have listened back to a little bit of it and uh, I've got a few things to say before before we you uh, cannot preface it I wasn't able to preface my stand up no it's, no it's I'm not deleting anything I have not edited it okay it is right. completely there it's <laughs> in, in its hole <laughs> but I will explain a couple of things but we'll, we'll save that for the end of the show and then uh, of course we've got so many other amazing things including the fact that I'm feeling fantastic today. Okay. Oh wow. That was that was that's one of the big really things. the amazing. That was I thought that you were like going to say yeah. something else. Like I was like, oh, what no. amazing thing is he talking about? Oh no, he's talking about himself no. again. Well, let me just okay. So let me let me say what's going on. So Sarah and I are going to be running a a 15k on uh, March 16th in 17 days, Greg. In 17 days, basically. Yeah, yeah, 17 days. 17 days. And we have not trained at all for it, so we're uh, we're starting this. But I did something pretty amazing today. I got to see how this this whole section of the world exists. This whole section of Portland. That I don't, I never encounter. But did you like drive to a different area of town or something? No, it's the early people, the people that are up early running. You mean like the meth heads or people walking well, home from all night benders? No, the meth heads are always up, and the benders, you know, they're doing whatever they're doing. No, this is a whole different like like section of society that I feel pretty good about myself, and that maybe I can be like a part of. So I couldn't sleep this morning. It was like five thirty, and I was like, I you could know not what? sleep last night either. I slept terribly. Oh well, I don't know. Maybe it's something in the air. There we go. Okay. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's the. Uh, the fumes that the airplanes are raining down on us all the aluminum. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen 18 million people post about that thing. They're not raining chemicals on us. <laughs> uh, but I have a lot of friends from Bremerton who have really deviated into the whole like conspiracy theory yeah. chemical trail thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a hot topic. It's a, that's a slippery slope. There's one chemical trail post, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, every like five minutes, there's something else about something yep. else happening. Yep, they're brainwashing us. And you know what? If they are, what are you going to do about it? Uh, so, besides <laughs> that part, so I couldn't sleep at about five, about 5.30. I got up, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go run. I'm going to go run right now. It's 6 in the morning. It's raining outside. It's cold. It's miserable. And I was like, if I'm going to have to go do this 15K, I better get used to this kind of weather, and I better just make myself do it. So I got all motivated. It isn't even the weather so much as what? You went outside at 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Like six. you willingly ran around your neighborhood at 6 a.m.? Uh, not only my neighborhood, I ran to the bad neighborhoods. I ran to the, uh, in Portland it's known as Felony Flats. I ran from my house out to Felony Flats in, in, the, in the dark. And I know it's kind of kind of insane, but I figured that'd be good motivation in case there were. Did you have lights out. or anything? It's kind of like how people run, you know, with the that zombie app. There's a zombie app that helps you run, where you listen to it and it says, "Oh, you know, it tells you a story about." Sure. Oh, you're being chased by zombies. I think Birthday now. Boy Aaron Duran uses that app. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're being chased by zombies. Please go faster, and it tells it, you know, instructs you basically how to run. And this is more like real life zombies, only they're called meth heads, and that's who you're running to avoid. So you see some guy like staggering on the side, you're like, "Oh, okay, I got to run faster. I got to get around him." So it's like a real life zombie zombie movie that I was involved in, <laughs> except for the fact there's also 
uh, a whole nother group of people, and they those are like the the go getters. Like the, the go-getters. The go-getters. Who are the go-getters? I don't okay. think I know that. I didn't know it either. I didn't know there was this all these people that are involved in the neighborhood in, in my section of town at this time of, of morning. So I walked up the door at 6, and lo and behold, there was already a jogger running past the house. What? Yes. That, which means she was up before I was. I don't understand this. I, I need more information. There's a whole section of people to go running at like five thirty six in the morning. No shit. No, I mean it. And so I was running along and I'm like, okay, I'm obviously new to this world. I don't understand what's going on. But I was like, all right, well, well I'm running and I, I go past people and they're all friendly. They're all like, hey, hi, good job. Like, I got a, a couple good of good job? jobs. Yeah, I got a couple of good jobs. It's like this whole happy, happy-go-lucky go-getter crowd that uh, that is out running at that time in the morning. It's a whole different type of thing. That's so weird. I know. I know. I don't understand it. I don't know what they do with themselves that they're up that early, but it, uh, up that early running. Maybe they just couldn't sleep either. Maybe this is just like no. But if they're like having conversations with other go-getter types, yeah, then that probably is like a whole go-getter mentality. Yeah, it's like a whole group. It's like a whole subset of wow. society. That I I've never been a part of, and this morning I was kind of a part of it. I was accepted into their into their culture. <laughs> What's being noted here? Oh, just John is being kind of a dick today. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. uh, of course we are broadcasting live at funemploymentradio.com slash live, and you can go there and subscribe for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and you can uh, join into the chat in the live chat and let us know, and then apparently call me uh, names. Yes. But- <laughs> yeah, Tony's saying you're sure they were not saying to get a job. I think between Greg and I, we have about a billion jobs. Yeah, always <laughs> so, looking for more. Yeah, so I mean, maybe yeah. If you if you're offering, we'll we'll pick up another one. Yeah, <laughs> as long as we get to keep doing this. Oh hell yeah! I uh, will do any absolutely well, except for go to a foot fetish. Party. Well, and actually, I've got something uh, about not about the foot fetish, but about about the job <laughs> thing. I'll bring up here in a minute. But yeah, it's it it was weird to me. I've never been like I've gone to the gym before. You know, I'll run, and I'm a little out of shape right now. I'm a lot out of shape. Uh, I ran a 5K this morning though. So I ran 3.1 miles. Am I supposed to be like, why are you telling me all of this? I'm very ex- impressed with you. You're going to do great. You always run fast. Like, no. You're not as out of shape as you think you are. Well, I also came down to the studio then at about 7.30 and started drinking coffee since then. So I've been drinking coffee for about five yes, hours. Yes, I know. It's very annoying. Uh, but I'm just, what I'm trying to get at, though, is it's a whole new group of people. I may have a whole new a whole new thing that I do. Like a whole new social circle. Wait, so you're taking some some notes from your roommate and starting to befriend people on the street in your neighborhood. I'm not befriending them, but I'm like just being How like, is that going, hey. by the way? And the, let me tell you, the people that are up running that time, they're, they're good looking folks. They're they're all in shape. You know, there's some pretty attractive ladies out running around at that time How of the morning. How can you tell if it's dark outside? You can tell. Oh, I can tell. You can tell there's street lights. It's not like it's pitch black. Is it true that like a, like men the like when it comes to women that like seventy five percent of the most important thing about a woman like if when it comes to her looks is her body? Like yeah, how probably. important? I don't know. Like how important would you percentage wise? Uh, how important is a pretty face versus? Like a, a nice body You mean like when I go And to I'm the, asking honestly You mean like when I go to the bikini barista And I don't remember what their face looks like But I remember everything else No I'm saying just no, like in general How many <laughs> Like no. if you meet somebody How much of a percentage goes to their face Can they have like an awesome body And then have a horrible face Would you be more likely to go for a woman with Okay a, with you're a, getting very deep Alright let me let me shift gears. All right. What, so what exactly are you asking? No, I'm me? asking. I'm saying so like if you see a woman running, clearly it's dark outside. So you can only basically see the outline of her body probably. Well, yeah, until you get up close. So I'm saying what percentage of what you find uh, attractive in women, what percentage is based on the pretty face and what percentage is based on the rock and body? Well, I don't I don't put a percentage on it. All right. No, people, other people do. Thing. Keelan's saying 60-40 for the face. 60-40? Okay. 60 for the body, 40 for the face. All right. 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. It's kind of hard to say until I until I'm around. But I mean, I put credence in both. You know, it it depends a little bit. But I'm just saying that the people running this morning, they they were good looking people. They were good looking all around. Good personalities. It's like this whole sparkling thing that I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be. A well, part you of. have fun with that because you know what I'm gonna be doing while you do that sleeping. Yeah. Because there are normal times that you can run, you know, if you if you have a somewhat flexible, you know, early early to late morning schedule. Mm-hmm. Why would you? We we like have all of our meetings this afternoon. We didn't have to be here super early today. Why in God's name did you decide like when you woke up at six? Not like I'm going to go and lay down for another hour. I'm I'm pretty impressed that you actually picked the option to go out and run in the cold. Yeah, I know. I, I was kind of surprised with myself too because it would have been really easy not to do it, but I did it, Sarah. I did it. It was pretty impressive with myself, but part of it. See, so I'm th- I'm seeing all those, uh, you know, uh, all these all these good looking folks because that's what I want to I want to get back in shape. All right, no, I'm, I'm, this is very interesting. There are people in the chat that are commenting on the percentages, Greg. Okay, well, so uh, Jez is saying fifty percent boobs, fifty percent ass. Uh, Edward says Jez is a man. Okay, uh, Edward uh, says twenty percent face, eighty percent body. Okay, all right, huh? Uh, Mr. Jenky says cute face with a terrible body is better than an ugly face with an awesome body. All right. Okay, well, boy, I don't know. I guess I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to think about this. I, I don't know what my percentage would be. T-Sex says uh, 40 for, pay, for face, 30 for body, 30 for personality. I'm also not that picky right now, so maybe that's part of it. <laughs> maybe that's part of, part of the situation. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to think about this a little bit. Okay. I'll figure that out. I guess it depends on what you're going for, maybe a little bit. Hmm. Are you dating someone or eh, just hanging out with someone? Because that could that uh, so creepy. That could that could play into. Or it you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Jenkins says, "Can you blow me up?" Tom? Yeah, I know. That's seriously, we're, we're going into. I'm, it. I was just, I was honestly curious because somebody had said, "Like it doesn't matter." I'd, I'd overheard a conversation where someone saying, "It doesn't matter what her face looks like as long as her body's awesome." It's Sarah. And I'm like, wait, have I been wasting a bunch of money on makeup? Sarah X Lycus over here right now. Oh, oh, oh you're funny. <laughs> well, it will be the death of you. Oh my god. Uh, someone says, "Take me off the bong hit and thank you, Jesus." <laughs> god, I ran like. <laughs> for too too long. You did indeed. Oh man, you did. Yeah, you know way too much about Legos. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, how does that work for women? Let me just ask you that reverse question. Hmm. Like, and obviously we're talking about heterosexual both because we don't know the other ones. Yeah. So. I I have always been more of a face person. Yeah. I don't really care about I don't like I don't want anybody with too good of a body because then that means that I have to have a better body and <laughs> so, it's like too much work. So it's all about you. So you yeah. want somebody? You want somebody at your level? I want. I want a pretty. I, I don't mind having a nice face to look at. Yeah. So I would say for me, it would be sixty face, forty body. Okay. I would say that. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. All right. But more so, but overall, but a hundred percent personality for the most part. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, they have to be funny and they have to be nice to me. Yeah, well, they no. do have to be we're funny. Not, we're being superficial. I've dated people that aren't funny. It sucks. Well, we're being superficial about it. We're not going into personality. We're being completely superficial assholes judging people just by appearance. Right mm-hmm. now, that's all we're going into. So, all right. Well, I'm at sixty forty, huh? Hmm. Yeah. I have to think about that. Well, I'm hoping. Uh, so anyway, so you have a new you have a new gang of people to hang out with well, at six o'clock in the morning. Yes, and I'm hoping my sixty uh, percent is uh, going to look good because we have some new pictures that are going to be taken on Monday, where I'm going to be getting some new headshots, which is what I need. So I'm trying to get myself feeling good about it and getting in the mood. Yes. So I, we're going to be uh, actually Dude, our, our friend, buddy, our friend uh, David Leonidas is going to help us. He is going to take some new headshots of us. I. 
uh, he took some amazing pictures at the listener party, and he is going to take some. He's like, Sarah, I know that you weren't because you know because with the angle and stuff, I was it, all the rest. Everyone else looked great. I'm just very picky about like myself, right? Like, and so uh, we're going to take some pictures. We're going to get like a stylist and stuff, Craig. Oh, uh, we're getting a stylist. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes, we're getting a stylist. Oh, crap. Okay. Now that's more pressure. I didn't think about that part Why is that pressure? That means you don't have to ask me to how to put on your makeup. I don't have makeup. It's only for acting gigs when I do that and for photo shoots. And then it's it's not mine if somebody else hasn't found it and... Well, I gotta look. I gotta look good for some. Greg of these doesn't things. at all come up so to me with his I tube need, of makeup. Sometimes I don't know like, what you're talking me. about. That's, that's <laughs> going too far. You're describing too much. That's pulling back the curtain too far. <laughs> look, when you're on camera a lot, you gotta look good. I wanna. I wanna look good for it. Sure. Because that helps me get more jobs, and that's why I need new pictures for my website. You know, gregnibbler.com, which I've been working on, which thanks to our sponsor, Squarespace, you know, I'm upgrading it. And I kind of got to a, a point where I had to stop because I realized all my pictures are pretty out of date or they're just not relevant to like acting jobs or I've got like my stocking cap on. And they aren't, they aren't great pictures for, for acting and hosting work. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, part of what I do. That's part of one of my side jobs is that kind of stuff. So I need new pictures. But the website does make it very easy to upload those and put them in. I oh, just need yeah. the pieces to throw on. You just need some new so, pieces, some puzzle pieces. And we've talked about Squarespace before because they're so fantastic. Squarespace.com slash employment. You can go there and sign up for a free trial and then you can sign up for a super inexpensive service where they have done all of the hard work of creating a website. You just get to drag and drop everything on there and use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT and you get 10% off. Heck yeah. So, I mean, drag and drop. They have 24-7 support. They've got all kinds of different designs. And it just looks good. Bottom it just line. looks good. It just makes you look so you know much what? better. If Squarespace is 50% face, 50% bod, 100% amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how that relates, but we'll just we'll go with that. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll pitch that to Squarespace for their name. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, you like your advertisements? Look, I just I tied you into our yeah. really weird conversation they, we were just having. They seem to be doing pretty good on their own with coming <laughs> over their heads. Uh, but yeah, it is it is. A fantastic service, and I highly suggest everybody go there. Um, you know, if you have a business or if you have a side thing or whatever you want to do, even if, if a restaurant, anything, you need a website because if you don't have one, you're way. I mean, it's not 1995 anymore. You, you got to <laughs> have. It sure a isn't, Greg. Well, you got to have a website. And, I didn't have. Uh, I didn't know the internet until 1998. Really? Yeah, I didn't have my first email address, Sarah Butterfly. Oh, at hotmail.com. Wow. Do you still have access to that? I don't know. Okay. We I have don't to even know what my out. 18-year-old self would have picked as a password. Uh, I, I don't know. So, probably something Titanic related. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, Squarespace, fantastic sponsor. And we really appreciate everybody who's been signing up for your websites. So squarespace.com slash funemployment and use the code funemployment to get 10% off. Awesome. Yes. Well, you went running at an ungodly hour this morning. I, too, went running, Greg, but I went running when it was light outside, when it wasn't 6 a.m., when people aren't being nice to each other on the streets, when cars are driving by in the rain and purposely trying to spray you with water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh. And I also, I totally felt like Rocky when I was running, because I had, like, a like my gray, my gray sweatshirt on, and I had some like gloves on, and I had, like, this, this stocking cap that I was wearing, and I looked pretty tough as I was running down the street. Okay. And when cars weren't going by, I was, like, air-punching. As I was you were running, air punching. Yeah, because that doesn't look insane. I in looked any way, shape, or form. awesome. I looked, I looked pretty cool. I could see that I was getting some respect from people driving by. Either really? that, or there's like, who is that crazy girl running down the so street? So that's how you feel when people are staring at you. You feel they're just showing respect to you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was just respect all mm-hmm. around. Yes, I'm I sure think that they were sounds... just looking at me air punching, and they're like, wow. 
I'm sure they were saying wow mm-hmm. I'm sure wow was involved in there In some way, shape, or form <laughs> Well, I know Well, you're just bragging about yourself So I wanted to tell you that I, too, did go running Second day in a row I, too, am freaking the fuck out Well, and you were just going with the, you know, the later crowd That's all The later crowd Okay That's all you were doing Oh, thanks Um all right, we. Uh, well, I, I do have a lot to get to today. Yet. Yeah, you want to do some world of crazy? Well, first? no, but I did also have this oh. really funny article that I found that I wanted to talk to you about because we were talking about uh, the ladies. Yes, and about you know you might be meeting some new ladies. Which, by the way, I would think when you win a rap battle at a network party, there might be some ladies lined up for you afterwards. Not so much. Yeah, might yeah. have been that little paper crown you were running around. I won. I won a crown. <laughs> I was the king of rap that night. Have you seen the pictures of you looking at the uh, king wait of till rap? I, wait till everyone hears the rap battle. Oh, <laughs> I do not sound like a king of rap. <laughs> well, I found this hilarious article today. And it was basically, you know, because a lot of like Maxim and such, they have all these articles about um, like basically sex tips or like, you know, sexy tips uh, for men okay. to talk about, you know, like how uh, how more so to like be in control of a woman or to please a woman or anything. <laughs> but this person, are, You're making me uncomfortable now. What are what, you about ready I said, to get into? Please a woman? Yeah, it's something. It's disturbing when you say that. No, I. So I found this. It was an article on Slate.com, and this person made a compilation of the worst sex tips, like the the most terrible sex advice that um, that magazines have given men over the years. So I just wanted to tell you some of these ones that are truly terrible. So if you read it and you're like, oh, maybe that's something I should do. Are these all things that I've probably brought up that I think are okay because I read them somewhere? I don't know. Am I going to feel awful about myself after this? Well, I kind of wanted to read them to you just to make sure. All right. All right. So this, uh, let's see. So this is called... Hilarious sex... <laughs> terrible... Or hilariously terrible sex tips that all men should ignore. These are actually out of magazines. So this first one's from Men's Health. Now, Greg, this is not something that you should do. After your workout, reinforce... Her rising attraction to you with a sweaty makeout session without wiping down first. So I so after working out like this morning when I go running, granted there's there wasn't a lady at the house, but you know I, I could find a lady and they'll be super attracted to me because I'm all sweaty. Greg, it is a proven fact, so says Men's Health, that male saliva has ten to fifteen times more testosterone than a female's does. So prolonged French kissing while sweaty post workout may give women a, a woman a, uh, enough of a boost in testosterone to stimulate her interest chemically. See, ladies, that after is so I, gr- I was all sweaty after the rap battle. Look what you missed out on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Another one, this is from a pickup artist site, says, A woman may want financial and family security, but she does not want passion security. In that same manner, when she has displeased you, punish swiftly. But when what? she has done you right, reward slowly. Punish swiftly? What, what, what year <laughs> so, was this posted? So basically, this is this year. And this is on an internet 1830. Site. <laughs> I mean, punish so, her? So if a woman does something to displease you, you're, you have to be quick to judge, quick to make a snap judgment. However, if she does something... Uh, you know that you think deserves some praise. She has to earn so, that from you. So if y'all's woman is back talking a lot and, and talking to her friends and reading books, you better you best <laughs> give her a good swap. But if she makes you a good sandwich, you tell her that's okay. That's my interpretation of what that just said. The next one says, "Flirt with other women in front of her. Do not dissuade <laughs> other women. Do not dissuade other women from flirting with you. Women will never admit this. This is written by a man, by the way. But jealousy excites them. The thought of you turning on another woman will arouse her sexually. Really? <laughs> no, these are ones you're supposed to ignore, oh, okay, Greg. Never mind. All right. <laughs> or you know, try that and see what it is. All right. This is another one from like 
1921. Give your woman two-thirds of everything she gives you. What? For every three calls or texts, give her two back. Three declarations of love, earn her two in return. So you're supposed to like, who puts this much thought into it? <laughs> three gifts equal two nights out for you. Give her two displays of affection and stop until she has answered with three more. Wow. When she speaks, you reply with fewer words. When she emotes, you emote less. In her deepest loins, this is what she truly wants. So she just wants you to grunt at her and... Like, Ugh. <laughs> She's like, in my deepest loins, this is what I want. <laughs> Where are your deepest loins? Okay. I don't want to know. All right. Um, there's just a couple more. <laughs> this one is just super creepy. This is also from Men's Health, and this is from this year. Okay. Try facial intercourse. This kissing... Facial intercourse. Why? Well, I, I said. Let me tell. Let me explain what it is. Oh, this okay. kissing style mimics sex from foreplay to penetration, <laughs> beginning with a tongue exploration inside of your mouths. Rub tongues together in small and large circles, then dart them in and out of each other's mouths as if you were having intercourse. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is just creepy. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Do you just go, <laughs> I really want to have facial intercourse with you. <laughs> Can I dart my tongue in and out of your mouth? Oh, so okay. So so far, if I get, once I get done working out, I'm supposed to supposed to swiftly punish uh, any woman who's not attracted to me or doing something wrong, <laughs> but then reward them two thirds as much as they reward me with facial intercourse. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so if they only uh, facially intercourse you. Uh, twice You only do it back to them once <laughs> Okay Alright Alright good And finally This is my favorite From Maxim This is uh, from this past year Maxim UK Maxim This final word of advice says Place your penis In a jar of Nutella Then present it to your lady what? Prepare to be rewarded With a very enthusiastic blowjob Wow so this works. this is telling this magazine is telling men who are looking for advice about <laughs> sex and love to stick their dicks in Nutella and then stick it in a girl's face and she's going to uh, be, you're going to be rewarded with a very enthusiastic blowjob. How many guys do you think actually tried that? Too, I don't after know. Seeing this? It is from Maxim. I mean, wouldn't you think that if they published something, they probably might have done a little research? Or they're just fucking with everyone. <laughs> that could be it. I could see them doing that too. <laughs> So there you go. Wow. All right. So I just wanted to give you some tips on what not to do when you're wooing ladies I'm, in the early morning hours. I'll tell you, I'm a little confused right now, but I, I'll make sure I have Nutella with me next time I go running in the morning. I think that was exactly what I was telling you <laughs> not to do. <laughs> well, from that, I do have some World of Crazy. All right, let's do World of Crazy, yeah. Wow, I'm just all like us all the time today. You Human are. Advice. You are basically the female version of Tom Likas. Oh, God, don't say that. Blow me up, Sarah. Stop it. Oh. Bless you, my son. How can I help you? Oh, God, I'm having flashbacks. God, when I first got started in radio, every Saturday I would sit in the Hot Talk 1080 KOTK studios for seven hours, and it was just nonstop replays of the Tom Likas show. Tom, 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 the Tom Likas show. Women will be the death of you. Oh, God. God damn it. Just banger, man. Dump that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, uh, I don't know if you were there, do you remember when 
uh, Tom Likas, there was a listener party here like nine years ago, and he took that that phone call. I was there where he where that woman admitted to killing her boyfriend or something. I honestly have no idea what no, you're talking about. No, it was nuts. I... It turned into a huge news story. But what? she had called in. Mm-hmm. So he, Tom and she was, was laughing hearing... about it, and then they were able to track down who she was. He was here in Portland doing a listener party at uh, what used to be Banana Joe's. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Until they found like a dead person in the doorway, right. and then they changed it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a woman called, and he was able to trace back her call. They were able to figure out who this woman was. Look it up. She called in and admitted. She called and she was bragging about either murdering her boyfriend or, yeah, look at Tom Likas. Woman like, confesses woman on caught. national radio. Yep. Wow, that was here, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also Porkland, the home of the other white meat. <laughs> Porkland. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world and your world. Of crazy. Crazy. I am so jealous of this diet. So maybe I should go on it. Out of Ellicott City, Maryland. Ellicott. Ellicott. God, we are so hacky today. Uh, it's, seriously, it's really hacky in here. <laughs> so darn hacky in here. <laughs> A Maryland man has subsisted on a diet of nearly nothing but cheese pizza for the past 25 years, and his health has not suffered whatsoever. Yeah. All he eats is cheese. And he's normal-sized. He's lean. He, right, he exercises regularly. And all he has eaten is cheese pizza for 25 years. Now, this guy's name is Dan Jansen. You can look him up if you'd like to see what he looked like. Dan Jansen, isn't it the... Wasn't there a... Uh Jansen with two S's. Okay. Yeah, Dan Jansen. That was a speed skater. Okay, so that's a, di- this is a different Dan I'm Jansen. I'm pretty sure it might be a different Dan okay. Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan Jansen, 38 years old of Elgott City, says that he grew up on a diet consisting of meat and potatoes, but stopped eating meat for ethical reasons in his young teens and soon landed on a pizza-only diet due to his dislike of vegetables. Jansen, when asked what? about his... Yes, when he asked about his diet, he says... I do eat a bowl of raisin bran once or uh, once a week or so if I want to be healthy, but usually for me, I just ingest nothing but pizza and coffee. And then he says the truest statement in all the land: nothing tastes as good as pizza. Well, yeah, this is a fact. Why should I eat a carrot when I can eat a pizza? How I can love he, this guy's logic. How can he prove that he's eaten that for twenty five years? Okay, and I'm taking a look at this. He's thirty eight. So his parents let him when he was thirteen just eat pizza. Maybe they did. Maybe he came from like a single parent household. Maybe she was working really hard to pay the bills. Maybe she didn't have time to monitor his eating habits. Maybe it's not your business. Dan Jensen is my new hero. I knew it. I'm just going to start quoting from him. You know how people put like Aristotle quotes and shit on Facebook? I'm just going to say, I'm going to put, nothing tastes as good as pizza. Dan Jensen. (laughs) You're so susceptible to whatever it is you want to be true. (laughs) So you want this to be true, that he's completely healthy, so that way you can justify it for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, so Dan Jansen says he did switch to soft pretzels for two weeks while visiting Germany because he couldn't find good pizza in the country. Now, uh, his fiance, in the meantime, has convinced him to start uh, start seeing a nutritionist. He does say, I do see a day in the future where I get a little more adventurous. So apparently he does have 
And this is not caused from the pizza consumption, Greg, so don't you dare say it is. He does have hereditary diabetes. Oh, right. It was that, hereditary. Sure. Hereditary. Nothing to do with that. I'm sure every doctor is just Well, he does him, say yeah. he was diagnosed with hereditary diabetes at the same time as his pizza diet, but his health has not suffered. It's hereditary. Sure. He says whenever he goes to a doctor, the doctor says that uh, that his blood work comes back great, and they say, you're doing great. He says, I'm active. I ride my bike 30, 40 miles at a time. I feel super. Yeah, it's, it's hereditary constipation. That's all it is. That's all it is. Pizza sounds really good. Pizza's always good. I'm Pizza not gonna, is always I'm delicious. I'm not going to deny that. I'm probably going to have to have pizza for dinner now that we've talked about that. Next up, out of Palm Bay, Florida, got a couple, got a, got a twofer for Florida stories, Greg. A twofer. Police say two men attempted to rob a Palm Bay thrift shop because they were bored. Well, now they're not only bored, but they are in jail. Joshua Barrett and Alicia, Alicia. I've never heard of a man's name named Alicia. Have you? The man's name is Alicia? Yeah. Joshua Barrett and Alicia Glenn were arrested for armed robbery and aggravated assault in trying to rob a thrift shop out of boredom. Uh, so this is called Ron's Place. Ron's Place in Palm Bay, Florida, Greg. I kind of want to go to Ron's Place. With bandanas covering their faces and gloves on their hands. The two men entered the store and pointed what appeared to be a weapon in the store owner's face. It was later discovered that the weapon was just a small pole inside of a Christmas stocking. The shop owner of Ron's place, Ron Sarosky, recognized one of the suspects saying, Hey, JJ, is that you? As soon as they were caught, or as soon as they were recognized, the two men fled the store. On foot, and Sarosky called police. The suspects were found by officers hiding behind the building. Both Barron and Glenn said it was Barron's idea to rob the store, and Barron said he did so because he thought it was an easy target and because he was bored. It's always a good reason. Yeah, that's that's always a fantastic reason. Yeah, do this because I'm bored. From Florida men to Florida man, a Florida man by the name of Eric Oritz wanted to face his fears, so he put his fear on his face. <laughs> And by that, I mean he tattooed a black widow spider on his face. Oh. Everybody fears spiders, said Eric Oritz. That's why I got a tattoo on my face of what I feared. Just to, like, make me know that's that's what I fear, but not to fear it. You know what I'm saying? What? I told you. He was a very succinct young man. Eric Ortz said, everybody fears spires, that's why I got it, just to, like, make me know that that's what I fear, but not fear it. You know what I'm saying. Well, here's the thing, though. Now he's going to get used to seeing a spider on his face, so eventually the startle when he looks in a mirror will go away, and then there's going to be an actual spider on his face, and he's not going to realize it, and he's going to get bit. Well, uh, his particular way of dealing with his arachnophobia is getting tons of attention. When interviewed by yet another publication, he said, Everyone looks at it like, damn spider, because if you're going around your house, you know what I'm saying. You see those spiders, you're going to jump, you're going to jump. So putting one on my face, I say, you know what, I'm going to see what people think. So what do people think? Have fun with that. He said, some people say, why did you get that? You're never going to get a job. That's pretty fair. Well, yeah. Some people say, it's cool, man, the tattoo on the face. I would never get it, but that one came out too. One person wasn't happy, though. His girlfriend. (laughs) 
It's like that commercial where the guy comes back with like the unicorn or something tattooed on right. his face. Imagine if you're dating somebody and they come back with a giant ass spider tattooed on their face. Well, wait, she's unhappy. Is she still his girlfriend? Oh, she said it doesn't say his ex girlfriend. It says so this- his his girlfriend wasn't too happy though. His quote was, "She was mad at me." So a guy with a tattoo of a spider on his face can maintain a girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe wow. he just keeps around lots of jars of Nutella. <laughs> uh, he works in landscaping and tile work, uh, so he doesn't believe that his spider face will be a deal breaker for his customers because he doesn't see them face to face. He says, I don't uh, work in a place where there are lots of people around. Um, so people won't have to look at my spider Even though it's on his fucking face Right, no one will ever notice yeah. Oh, that's a good one Jasmine, oh, okay, whoops This already happened, so And finally This headline Is not made up And it made me so very happy Because I tend to add this word in To stories of this type uh, Here and there But this is actually in the headline there I go. A 72-year-old substitute teacher has been arrested for furiously masturbating oh. in a high school hallway. Greg, it's described as furious masturbation. Furiously. I did not put that in. A 72-year-old substitute teacher was arrested for furiously masturbating in a high school hallway. Was it just, did you just have an itch? Was it a rash? I, let's let's get to it. Let's find out what happened. Okay. All right. So he was substituting at a public high school uh, in Connecticut, and he was busted for illeg- illegally masturbating in one of the hallways. No children were around. Is there a place to legally? I mean, other than your own <laughs> privacy of your own home, is there another way he could have masturbated at the school that would have been legal? Well, this incident happened yesterday. The scene of the crime was West Hill High School. Now, police say a school worker spotted this man, his name is Michael Luck, doing the deed just after 7.30 a.m. So this is before the children. That's that's bright and early, early, yeah. See, he's he's a go-getter in the morning, too. Now, since he was an older gentleman, he is 72, the woman said that when she was walking down the hallway, uh, as she passed Michael Luck, he was sitting in the hallway. She thought that maybe he was hurt. Oh, when she approached him, however, she said she realized that the 72-year-old substitute teacher had his hands stuck in his pants and was, quote, manipulating his penis furiously. The school worker then notified school officials who notified police. At that point, school officials, now classes had started, uh, school officials removed Luck from the class he was calmly teaching. Now, according, according to sources, the surveillance video of the scene shows Luck in a stairwell Suspiciously manipulating the front of his pants He then vanishes behind some lockers for a moment Then reappears Lays down on his back on the floor Oh, wow Before sitting up And that's when the the school worker Ended up passing by Now, there weren't any students around No Okay This is just his own private time that he was having Well, Michael Luck, who had no criminal record now has one. <laughs> He's uh, been arrested for three charges, public indecency, breach of peace, and risk of injury to a minor, even though there weren't minors there. It was on school premises. So no criminal record. Either he's, like, snapped or he's been getting away with this for 72 years, <laughs> or at least, uh, I'd say probably about uh, 61 years or so, that he's been doing this and gotten away with it the entire time. That's a great streak to get away with it. People are saying... 
People are funny in the chat. James says, when you get wood at that age, you got to take care of it. <laughs> yep, you can't waste a boner at that age. My favorite is Michael Luck equals future Greg. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. No, I claimed when I'm 80-something, I want to walk around uh, in public with my pants off just because you can get away with that. But it's not for that purpose. Yeah, people are asking, breach of peace, apparently. Breach of peace. I don't know if it was because he was... I, I don't I don't know Breach of pants I don't know Don't That, that, was, that, one, that was so yeah. stupid Yeah You're embarrassing yourself Alright you guys That my friends <laughs> Is your world crazy Well it will be the death of you Is it about time <sighs> Alright I think we need to do it Because I've been promising it for a while mm-hmm. So I need to I need to say a couple of things about this Okay um, before we play it, <laughs> don't forget to get your taxes done by H&R Block this year. H&R Block, go there, uh, especially here in Portland. Call them, get an appointment set up to get your taxes done. We have ours coming up here very soon. They work with us all the time for all the many different things that we do, especially with all the different side jobs. You need a tax accountant. Oh, yeah. If you mess it up, which it's happened to me before, it's not fun dealing with the IRS. H&R Block makes sure they uh, stay away and everything is done correctly. Well, I hope I don't get cut from my thing of uh, Portlandia because when I was getting my taxes done by H&R Block and I was putting it all together, I got a little tax paper from Portlandia. Yeah. So that's one of the. I didn't know that I was going to have to do that. So I mean, now at least I'm going to look cool on my taxes when H&R Block is doing. Them. I'm gonna be like, yeah, this is for me being on Portlandia. Yes, because that's what the, all the accountants do. It's like, well, oh, really? You're you're just uh, you you work at home. I think oh, we should make a cool. bet whether or not that's going to get cut. But this is for a different time. I don't think I'm going to make it on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, make it to the final cut for mm-hmm. Portlandia. All right, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, H&R Block, uh, go there, call them, get your taxes done, have them take a look at your last two years' taxes as well, because they'll make sure that everything was done correctly. They're a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we appreciate that. All right. So last weekend at the Fun Employment Radio Network Listener Party, Ooh, doggies. there was the epic rap battle between myself and Scott Daly. Now, let's keep in mind, Scott and I are two of the whitest people to ever exist. Scott Fair being enough. whiter than I am. Mm-hmm. If you were to rank whiteness, that would be that would be the scale. How does one rank kind of, whiteness? I don't know. It's a ridiculous thing to okay. say anyway. But nonetheless, I, it is true. I saw when the Mercury actually wrote up about our party, they did say, and featuring a rap battle between the two whitest people in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. It made me and laugh. And I want to just set the stage for this for anybody who wasn't there, too. Now, there is a video coming. We may even have video up this afternoon. It's possible. Uh, so there there will be phys- uh, where you can watch it, which I will say that does add some value to it so you can understand. But <laughs> essentially, Scott and I are up on stage. Keelan was uh, playing the music. He was playing playing the beats. He, he was. was dropping the beats. He was dropping the beats, yo. And in this audio, though, that you're going to get right now, it's the straight feed off of the microphones. So it doesn't have the rest of the sound mixed in. Okay. When Scott and I were on stage, we couldn't really hear ourselves or each other. So it was it, we could hear a little bit of what each other was saying, but it was difficult for us to hear much. So basically, we're yelling into the microphones. I am looking forward to this. Which is part of it. Also... In the first uh, in the first round, I'll say there were some things that I had planned. You can't. <laughs> I'll just let it play for itself. Yes. I'll let it play for itself, and then I will highly encourage everyone to watch the video as soon as that is up, and we'll post about that. So, should we just go ahead and play it? I'd say let's go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and bring it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is from the Fun Employment Radio Network Party. Yes. The epic rap battle. <laughs> Are you ready for the MC battle tonight? 
is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So, in order to get this show on the road, I would like to request that the house lights come down, all the way down, all the way down. Portland, Oregon, are you ready? I can't hear you. Portland, Oregon, are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fabulous Hawthorne Theater. Fun Employment Radio is proud to present the main event of the evening. Three rounds of battle rhymes for the 2014 Fun Employment Epic Rap Battle Title. Sanctioned by Sarah X. Dillon of Fun Employment Radio. Also sanctioned by Keelan King, Aaron Duran, and Dan Clark of Geek in the City Radio. And now, the beats are ready. The rappers are ready. The audience is Ready from the Hawthorne Theater, Portland, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. And you are going to get it. So, rules of the engagement. There will be three rounds. Each contestant will be given somewhere between 30 and 45 seconds, however long. I feel like letting these motherfuckers go before I shut them the fuck up. 
They will spit their mad rhymes and you, the audience, will be the judge. So, shout out to Greg Nibbler for the X over Scott Daly's face. So in order to figure out who goes first in this battle, because the person who goes last has the last laugh. So, you two motherfuckers will Rochambeau for, and wait, wait a minute, get ready, but you motherfuckers will Rochambeau for who goes first. The loser goes first. I hope you're ready. One, two, three, Go. That was the lamest Rochambeau ever. Okay. I believe Rock beats Scissors, motherfucker, so you're up first. How the fuck you two going to rap battle when you can't even Rochambeau? Figure this shit out. I'll go first. That's right. Okay, now you two grown men, Rochambeau. Loser goes first. Make it happen. I'll go first. He's going first. We just did it. He's going first. He's going. He lost. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll start you out with a nice little beat that'll get you going first. All right, Greg Nibbler. You have approximately thirty to forty-five seconds, and I will cut your ass off as I see fit. All right. So let me get let me get my clock ready here, so I can tell you. <laughs> See which one of you two motherfuckers are the worst. I'm such an asshole. Little Swish! <laughs> are you ready? Alright. You are on the clock. All right. I'd like to welcome everybody to this intervention for Scott. He's crazy. He's safe. He thinks he's famous because he smokes too much pot. No, I can talk about your whiteness and how you like hits from the bomb, but that would be lame like the lyrics to a Duran Duran song. Hungry Like the Wolf, was that the inspiration for your tattoo? I mean, I know you're the goth, but was that when they took your manhood too? Yo. <laughs> You know what, Scott Daly? We don't even need to do another round. I'm thinking you can just hand me the crown. But let me ask you a question before I finish you off. Yo, Scott Daly, are you down with the clown? Oh. All right, Greg Nibbler. Greg Nibbler launches the first salvo. I Ah. Scott, no. That was supposed to be the cue. Wow. Scott Daly. Bring a pole. Let's do it. Are you ready to rip this motherfucker? Take down a little swish. Alright, sir. (laughs) Scott Daly, you are now up. Everybody throw your hands up in the air, yo! It's like twins, I'm Schwarzenegger, he's the veto. I thought there was a chance that Greg's rhymes might be decent. I considered putting the mic on the shelf so he couldn't reach it. This battle will be over soon, so synchronize your watches. Greg finding a win is like Greg finding swatches. 
A win for me is automatic. My name is Scott Daly. I'm the ghost choking you in your attic. Oh! Oh! Goodness gracious sakes alive! All right, party people in the place to be. That is round one. What did you think of Greg Nibbler? Alright, alright, shut the fuck up. Hawthorne Theater. I said Hawthorne Theater. What did you think of Mr. Scott Deller? Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh nose. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. I don't know about you, but it sounds to me like the whitest man in America took the fuck out of that first round. Now, we got another round. Maybe we'll have a chance to even this up. So, since... (laughs) Since Greg Nibbler had to go first... Scott Daly will go first in the second round. Scott Daly. Pontoni. Are you ready? Fuck yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this shit. Alright. <laughs> round two. We are in the green. Let's do this shit. guy trying to battle me is not going so well. I tell him sit down, but nobody can tell. You should try to come at me with a little more flavor. I get better challenges for your meth heads, neighbors. No, 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 sir. I believe that's interference. Little Swish. Start that again. Did you, in fact, bring an accomplice to interfere with Scott Daly and his battle rides? I have nothing to do with this. I was under the impression you couldn't read while you were rapping. <laughs> yes, Miss Sarah X. Dillon, but the, the crowd is the deciding factor. They will make the decision. Scott Daly, we will give you another... 20 Thank seconds or so Thank you. Thank to finish you. up your rhyme. I'm going I'm to start, start from the beginning. I'm going to start from the beginning. Okay, Scott Daly, we'll give you a few more seconds. We'll see how this rolls. I don't need more seconds. Just start from the beginning. All right, let's go. Give it up, Scott Daly. Let's do this. This little guy battling me is not going so well. I tell him to sit down, but nobody can tell. You should have come to me with a battle with a little more flavor. Get better challenges from his meth head neighbors. You call yourself Dr. Science trying to drop facts. A real doctor quoting that shit would get the axe. You, there's nothing in disguises here, rattle me. I should have got Chester Huffington to battle me. Oh, wow, wow. 
That one stunk. Wow, the Hawthorne Theater crowd is not happy with Scott Dowling. I no, they're not happy with me. I am very sorry. No, 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 no. Understood no. the rules. That was on me. No, let that this go. Me. No, you're fine. Me. You're fine. You're good. You're good. That was on me. All right, Greg Nibbler. Are you ready to spit your I'm ready. clothes? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, round two. Little swishes on the mic. Let's do this. All right. So let's do an experiment and dig a little deeper. Have you all heard the theory that Scott Daly's a weeper? Let's test it out. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Did you forget that your kids are going to college soon? Oh, man. Battle of me is your priority. You didn't even write your own rap. You stole it from a minority. Wait a minute. What's that sound? Is that Scott Daly crying because I'm lyrically bitch slapping him around? Man, it's time for some whiskey. You're rhyming some boars. It's, I'm going to go take a shot so why don't you take yours? Okay. 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 This shit is getting serious. One more time. Hawthorne Theater. What did you think of Scott Daly? Ouch. Ouch. Hawthorne Theater. What did you think of Mr. Gregory J. Nibbler? Ho, 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 ho. This shit is serious. All right, all right, all right. Well, it appears to be one-to-one, which means we have to have a tiebreaker. So one of you ridiculous motherfuckers has to go home with the crown. And tonight we actually have a motherfucking crown. So all the bullshit aside, you better get your shit together because you're going home with it all. Greg Nibbler, do you want this crown? I want the crown. It's mine. Scott Daly, do you want this crown? That crown should not be on Little Switch's head. That's my motherfucking crown. All right, all right. That's what I like to hear. So we're going to put the crown right here. And we're going to get into round three. Who goes first? This is the final and deciding round. The only thing I have to say is you two motherfuckers better not suck. Alright. <laughs> Damn straight. Hungry All right. motherfucking wolf. So, since Scott Daly went first in round two, Portland TV's own Gregory J. Nibbler will go first in round three. All right, let's do it. All right, let's make it happen. All right. So I've got a little secret I've been hesitant to use, but then I remembered Scott Daly's just here for me to abuse. So let me give you the news that I found out about you when I was gathering crews and talking to your crew. I talked to Scott's fiance, a woman named Lily, and when I told her I was going to battle you, she got a little silly. She told me there's another woman that Scott Daly has eyes for. He's got a celebrity list, and this is the number one girl he pines for. Scott Daly has a thing for Meryl Streep. 
She's what, twice your age? That makes her about 103? I don't want to hear about your fetish. Please don't tell me. You can save it for your memoirs about the bridges of Madison County. Greg Nibbler was serious. Famous Scott Daly, I hope you're ready. Oh, I'm ready, Phone Tony. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I am ready. We got the famous Scott Daly going to try to finish this off and go home with the gold. Let's make it happen. Scott Daly, you are up, baby. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, you know cougars like the finer things in life, but taking them the subway will never get you a wife. I hate to bring up things to spite you, but you had to get an acting dog to like you. Great drives fall flat like King Pan. I'm still trying to figure out what's up with this fake band. You'll never catch me on stage in a lottery sweater. All I gotta say is, fuck you, I rhyme better. Alright. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen of the Hawthorne Theater, you have just witnessed the 2014 Fun Employment Radio Epic Rap Battle. I have two questions for you. Number one, what did you think of Gregory J. Nibbler? Question number two. What did you think of the famous Scott Deller? <laughs> Tea time. Tristan Mayer, get down here. Now, I would like to say that was decisive, but you were standing up there. Who does the other half of Rip City Bad Boys think won this battle? Hey, if I have to go off crowd reaction, unfortunately, I gotta go with Little Squid. Now, I'm in the middle of this shit. I'm in the middle of this shit. I have no horse in this race. Hawthorne Theater, how do you feel? about Scott Daly winning this battle. Hawthorne Theater, how do you feel about Greg Nibber winning this battle? I believe I can fly. And then after that, I believe Gregory J. Nibbler has won the 2014 yeah. Funny Plumber Radio Epic yeah. Rock Battle. Scott Daly. Wait, wait, wait. You fuckers are hugging. <laughs> Bullshit. 
Our hoodies were white. It's what we do. It is. Well, now we're friends. We're going to go make some mayonnaise sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was the epic rap battle from the Fun Employment Radio Network party. Oh, my God. Hearing myself, because I... I mean, I don't even more epic than I remember. Well, I mean, because I really couldn't hear myself, and I didn't realize how much I was screaming into the microphone falsely thinking that was going to make up for not hearing myself. <laughs> it's like, like oh, a, I'll just yell louder into it. It's then like I can the same rules of karaoke. Like, if you forget yeah. a word, you just kind of, like, mumble your way through, but in your mind, you're like, ah, nobody has ever sang this song as amazing as I am. Oh, right no, now. it wasn't that. It was just, like, I'm, <laughs> I was just trying to yell as loud as I possibly could. And, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, there it is. That's that's the battle everybody wanted. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome because I could actually hear it better because yeah. you know, I was standing on the side of the stage, Ugh. so I couldn't hear all of the insults. My, I, my lines were... I, I had some good ones, but I just kept forgetting them in the halfway through what I yeah. was doing. The one that I did forget, um, I was, uh, oh yeah, the one was, uh, you're tall like Andre the Giant from The Princess Bride, but the only thing that dies on the stage tonight is your pride. Oh, look at you. That was the one I forgot. Uh, yeah, saying it's, it makes me sound super angry from that thing. But anyway, yeah, now I feel. Weird I didn't about realize how how angry Scott was. That was Scott awesome. was pissed. He sounded terrifying. No, he was all jumping up and down and running over and like throwing his finger in my face, like flipping me off. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty. Incredible. It was pretty funny. It was so, a sight uh, to be seen. It was indeed. And so sorry if you missed out about it. There will probably be some video up later this afternoon. We will post it on our Twitter page and then at uh, on our Facebook page and funemploymentradio.com and all that stuff as soon as that is up. And thank you to everyone sending in your pictures and video that is uh, that is awesome awesome and yes. we do want to give speaking of awesome we do want to give somebody a very special happy birthday wish or uh, as we can also say feliz cumpleaños oh. <laughs> is that the, did, you, did you have to call your mom to remember how to say that no I remember because we uh, whenever we would go to Azteca for birthdays I'd have to put on the birthday sombrero and everyone would sing uh, cumpleaños feliz Wait, so you would you, they, you, they would make you celebrate your birthday every time you went there? No, no, but when I would go there oh, for my okay. birthday. Okay. And they had like the giant sombrero that you could wear, and then they'd sing happy birthday to you. Anyway, we don't have a giant sombrero for you, Aaron, but we do have a giant cookie that we're going to get to you that we got you at the listener party at some point. Anyway, Aaron Duran, my muchacho. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday happy to birthday, you, buddy. Aaron. We love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I love how you're trying to throw in Spanish words because it's Aaron's birthday. Is that like your special gift? It is. I mean, I'm basically fluent, as you can tell, because like as I'm like partially, mostly a doctor because my dad's a doctor. I am also mostly a Spanish teacher because that's what my mom is. Half doctor, half Spanish teacher. Half doctor, half Spanish teacher. Right. That makes sense. That is all hereditary. What's the capital of Columbia again? Hmm. I remember a lot of colors in Spanish. And an orange is a naranja. Are you talking to anyone at all or just yourself? Naranja. Angry is enojado. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. We so greatly appreciate it. And that party was awesome. Tomorrow on the show, we'll be playing the segment from... Rick Emerson and Tim Riley, yes, from the network party. So that will be up. Uh, that will be up tomorrow on tomorrow's show, and a huge, giant, fantastic show for you then as well. I'm so excited. Me too. Oh boy, howdy, Greg. Yes, indeed. I think we need to uh, need to wrap up a little bit here. We probably do. Wait, that sounds wrong. That's it. That sounded bad. That's. I d-
You keep saying things that sound wrong, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with them until you start saying that they sound wrong, and then yeah. you make it sound wrong I think by I'm just saying a, that. I think I'm a little self-conscious because I'm hanging out with this new, you know, up-and-go-getter runner crowd okay. now in the mornings. I, I feel like I have to change my change my tood. I'm just telling you, Greg, I don't think you're ever going to be accepted in the Why not? fancy runner crowd. I'm just saying they could probably smell a fake, and you're totally just pretending. No. All I'm right. sorry. I mean, I don't. But words hurt. I know, but yeah. Uh, don't forget, if you do have pictures or video you would like to send to us, please uh, send those in. Send me an email, and I've got a Dropbox for you where you can just upload it, and it would be nice and easy. We greatly, greatly appreciate anyone that can do that, especially video of Sarah's stand-up, no. which we have not seen yet. Please, no. I God, haven't no. seen any of that yet. Oh, that's too bad. Everyone's so poor for that. Uh, Sebastian, I got yours. Okay. Which is awesome. Okay. All right. It just won't translate for some reason. Right. That's kind of yeah. weird how that'll happen. All right, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Living will be the death of you. Bleh.